the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Stratton, accredited divorce coach. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody's been down, hit the bottom, hit the ground. Ooh, you're not alone. Just take a breath, don't forget, hang on to his promises. He wants you to know you're overcoming. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, and give you hope. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Stratton. Friends, I'm truly delighted that you are here with us today. If this is the first time you are joining us, a very special welcome to you. And if you're back with us again this week, welcome to you, too. And thank you all so much for listening. This show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing. It can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. We're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice, but what we are here to do is walk the path with you wherever that may lead. And we bring you specialists who can help you make better decisions during this time, provide you information and resources, give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can frankly bring out your worst and give you hope. Friends... Are you ready? (laughs) Today is the second annual You'll Be Okay theme show. And you might be wondering what that is. Well, just about a year ago, the first annual You'll Be Okay theme show aired. And it was a show purposely intended to air the weekend between Christmas and New Year's. Purposely intended for a time that may be hard for those of you going through a divorce, coming out of a divorce, and even for those of you who may be considering divorce. And maybe this is the first Christmas since you started the divorce process or since your divorce was final. Maybe it's the first Christmas when your children are with your ex-spouse. Or maybe it's the first uh, Christmas without the extended family you spent the holidays with in the past. It could be a first Christmas for any number of reasons. You know, those firsts, they are often referred to like that in in a divorce or after a grief or a grief or loss, something along those lines. They can be tough and they can be really tough to get through. And I'm I'm not talking about this to bring you down, folks. Rather, I want you to hear that I'm with you. I believe I know how you may feel. I've been there and those firsts can be rough. So what I am here to say to you, though, is something very important. I want you to hear this. You'll be okay. 
you will be okay. Some of you may know that. Maybe you've traversed divorce and you are better and stronger and happier than ever before. Maybe life is better for your entire family. If that is the case, thank you, God, and I'm so happy for you. So keep it up. But if you are not in that place, we are here and we're with you. You know, we've been focusing on the topic of hope for the last several episodes here on the Divorce Coaching Hour, hope through divorce and hope through the holidays. And we not um, only continue that today, but we uh, wrap up with a signature show. And before I tell you what that signature show is, I first want to take a quick moment to remind you that if you missed any of those shows or any before that, you can easily listen to them through your favorite podcast app, or you can always go to kkht.com, go to the podcast tab under programs and find the Divorce Coaching Hour, and you'll find all the episodes of the show to date. You'll find info about the legal process of divorce, finances surrounding divorce, info about real estate and divorce, mental health info, info regarding your children and divorce. And you'll find info about saving your marriage. You'll also find lots of support and encouragement because that's what we want this show to be for you. Something you can turn to for education and information, resources, and definitely support. Now, back to that signature show. This show is for you. Not that all the other shows aren't for you, but this is designed especially for those of you who are wondering how to get through this time of year and move forward from divorce. So you may have heard me say that this is the second annual You'll Be Okay show. Yep, last year, the last Saturday of the month and the last show of the year, we were honored to have Richard Mindelow on the show to talk to to us about his divorce experience and how he, as I like to say, grew through divorce knowing he'd be okay. And friends, he's back. (laughs) So same topic, same guest, but different year. And what a different year it has been. And so I am delighted that Richard joins us again today to continue the conversation about how you will be okay despite divorce. And he's in studio, too. And friends, that's a treat. That's a treat for me uh, in many ways, because we've done the majority of shows this year over the phone. And so it's really nice to have somebody here in person. So a warm welcome to you, Richard. Thanks for being back and in person. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks for having me again. I am so glad you're here. And matter of fact, you know, um, as I was preparing for the show and revisiting uh, last year's show, I listened to You'll Be Okay Again, the show. It's actually a song. We're going to play it uh, within this episode we did last year. And um, you're the one that brought it to my attention. So I have to say thank you for that. It's a great song, and I still listen to it from time to time. Not to wallow, but to just thank God for the journey and uh, to remind myself it's been a long journey, and I'm in a completely different place, for which I'm very thankful and that place wouldn't be possible had I not done the work and been uh, on that difficult journey. So I just feel totally grateful, and that song helps remind me of that. Yeah, it does. It's a great song. We're going to play, so stay tuned. We're going to play a little bit of that for you today. And and so speaking of that journey, uh, it's been a year, and I'm just, you know, first, help us remem- remember, like, kind of how did you come to be on the show and and um, uh, this show here last year. What, what, what story are you telling yourself about that? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
so 2018, I'm uh, uh, in the middle of the divorce. Uh, it was a long road going there, and I never wanted to be divorced, but it became unavoidable. And uh, in the divorce process, I actually identified uh, a top attorney in uh, Houston who deals with collaborative divorce. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm very much a proponent of collaborative divorce. I'm not a proponent of divorce, of course. Right. I am a, di- a proponent of collaborative divorce, which is a unique divorce process to Texas and an actual body of law, which helps guide people through this most difficult process. Yeah, very helpful. Um, so uh, you've covered that many times on your show, and I think it's just brilliant because the irony of divorce is the two people in the room least capable of making good decisions are the two people in the room charged with making all the decisions. Yeah, you've said that before, too. It makes yeah. a lot of sense. So in collaborative divorce, we identify teammates and uh, process to help us, and it right. was in that process that I met Craig Haston, mm-hmm. who um, I just can't uh, thank him enough uh, and the people in his office for helping me because you bring a lot of emotion to everything you do and uh, the people in the office deal with it, your attorney deals with it, everybody right. deals with it. It's not, a, it's not an easy thing to deal no, with. No, it's right. not. And... Uh, you try to put a good face on things all the time, but you don't always succeed. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, meeting Craig. Uh, and he's been on this show several times as a right. family law attorney and helps uh, support the show. And so I think between uh, Craig and yourself, it was proposed that I come on the show to talk about collaborative divorce, which is fairly new. Yep. And uh, there's a desire to help guide people into that process to avoid uh, the very damaging uh, litigious process right. and mediation is not always uh, the right fit for everybody. So uh, that's how I came to be here. Yeah. And um, and you did such a great job that I asked you to ba- asked you back well, and to thanks. close the year with me. <laughs> thanks. Uh, it, it's just important to me because um, the very second you've been through something hard. My nature is to want to go back and help people who are still doing it. Right. And my heart breaks genuinely for people who are in the midst of it now. And so having just made it out the backside, uh, so to speak, and spent a year um, returning to or or finding a new normal, right. a better normal. I hate that expression. Yeah, I know. I'm not a big fan either, but I get what you mean. Yeah. I, I just... Thank you so much for having me back because it's a deep desire that I have to uh, reach out to those who are still in it and who are charged with navigating this difficult process, trying to save pain for their uh, their ex, save pain for their children, right. extended family, and and just basically take steps to put everybody on the right trajectory. And that's what we want. And, you know... Um as hard as it is to, you know, to talk about, but that's, there's a lot of pieces and parts. And on the show, we often, we cover, you know, the legal and real estate and things like that. But bottom line is, is people like to hear from people who've made it through and been through it. And so really, I'm glad that you're here again 
to share that heart with the listeners and uh, where you were then and where you are now. And in that, uh, it's my prayer that the listeners will find hope. And I think that they they will, uh, knowing some of your experience and things that you've learned, you know, there's just not, you can't just read a textbook that tells you how to get through this. Right. Yeah. And so thank you again for that, folks. We have Richard Mendelow here. We're going to learn a little bit more about him. He's here and in the studio with us. I'm so excited about that. That's very nice. Uh, and so it's nice to have another person here across from me. We've been doing it via phone a lot this year because of COVID. Um, a matter of fact, the majority. And so Richard's here with us again to talk about his experience where he was a year ago. And now what he has learned through this entire year and how that can help you be okay. And that's the theme of the show. You'll be okay. And Richard brought us that show before. And we're going to be listening to a little bit of that uh, with, um, with Richard. And, you know, again, it's just our hope that you will find um some maybe tips, some tools, some education, some information, some resources within this. Hear that not just from me, but from Richard, how to grow through the divorce process. So you guys, you want to come back. You want to hear this. And we just thank you for uh, spending the last Saturday of the year with us. A divorce can change your whole world, including your financial picture. The more you know and the better you understand your options, the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions. Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, Morgan Stanley, its affiliates, and Morgan Stanley Financial Advisors do not provide legal advice. Clients should consult their attorney for legal matters. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sermon is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. 
There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. Close your eyes and let it rain. Cause you're never alone. And I will always be there. You're never alone. You'll be okay. And there's just a little bit of that song. I could sit there and listen to that all day long. How about you? <laughs> Important to me. That line, let it rain, is so important to me because not that we want to wallow, but we got to do the work. And you've got to be in that place uh, as you uh, grow. It would be like trying to get stronger without going to the gym. No, you've got to go to the gym and you've got to do the work. And so when I hear the line, let it rain, what I think is uh, just be in the place and uh, grow, do the work. Yeah, often we don't. We we don't want to, we want to kind of sidestep that rain. We want it to be sunny and happy and all the time. And folks, we're talking to Richard Mendelow. He was on the show with us a year ago this time uh, last year, and we did a show called uh, You'll Be Okay. And uh, it's actually to date, as far as I know, the most downloaded show that we've had. Um, and so we wanted to bring back another show, second annual, You'll Be Okay. And we're, we're um, talking about his experience having gone through divorce. And then today we're going to look at a year later, right? And what I think Richard's alluding to, and of course he's here in the studio with us and he can tell us is, you know, in those, in that growth, in that growing through divorce there's going to be some sunshine, just like the song says, but there's going to also be some rain and we really need to walk through both of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As you know, I'm in the Marines and I'm still in the Marines. And because of that, you have to give us a little disclaimer. Yes. uh, As a Colonel still serving in the Marine Corps Reserves, I have to preface my comments by saying that these are my personal views and they do not necessarily represent the Department of Defense or the Department of the Navy. And uh, it's important to say that because I have to separate uh, me, the the civilian, the individual, from uh, the hats that I wear. Right. And I think that kind of speaks to the fact that nobody wants to be divorced. It's no. Divorced. It's not something uh, that you're going to take out a billboard and advertise. So I, I think what I'd like people to hear is the fact that I'm here and I keep coming back is born of a sincere desire to help and to 
hopefully pass on some things that I learned along the way. Yeah. And I think that will be very helpful. Thanks. And yeah, one of those things is you got to do the work. Yeah. What does that mean? So you were here a year ago. It's, you know, here we are a year later. (laughs) What sort of work are you talking about that has brought you to today? Um, I've heard on your show before you've talked about that a divorce is not just uh, untangling some legal affairs. Right. There's a financial component to it. There is a property component to it. There's a real estate component to it. Right. And of so course, so many components. So much, and of course, the human component and the kid component. And um, as you unravel all of that. Mm-hmm. Each of those areas has work of its own that is required. Yes. So you've got to do the legal work. Yep. Um, and the the person that you bring to that, the mindset that you bring to that uh, can be positive or negative, helpful or not helpful. Mm-hmm. You've got to do the, the the property work, the personal work, the kid work. And so what I'm referring to is that in each one of those areas, there will be work to do. Right. The attitude that you bring to that work will determine the outcome. And the only behavior you can control is your own. So you make decisions about what that work is going to entail, the depth of it, the breadth of it, and the attitude toward it. Right. So for me, uh, as you know, it had a large spiritual component. And I wanted to be a guy that God could be proud of. So that means I had to be a guy God could be proud of, which means the work in that area was my Bible, uh, staying in prayer, trying to walk it out, uh, be forgiving, merciful, charitable, kind, uh, accountable. Right. You know, a lot of times we act in ways that aren't great. And no. In which case, <laughs> uh, it's a hard process. So in which case, be accountable. Right. And if there's repentance, do the work of repentance. Right. If you wronged somebody, do the work of, of setting things right. Right. So one of the things that came to mind when you were talking about this work and listing those areas, um, I, I wrote down must-dos because those are things that are set with deadlines and those are really the non-emotional things. And we have to get those done to for the divorce to move ahead. Right. But this other side, the emotional, the spiritual, those sorts of things, especially when it begins to be that kind of those ball of emotions that we don't really like to deal with, we don't really like to feel, because there's no deadline on that, I'm, I'm thinking that a lot of people out there, and myself included, uh, we'd just rather not do that work, Right. But what I'm hearing is you were intentional with the work that you did. And, and um, as I recall back from last year, you said, who do I want to be looking back a year later? You know, uh, a man with my Bible. And as you just spoke to with grace and mercy and forgiveness. And um, so I'm wondering now, um, as we're talking about that and even reflecting on the show, thinking about our tendency to maybe not want to feel those feelings. What would you tell someone who is where you were a year ago? 
Wow, that's uh, a big question. So what would I tell someone? I think that's a far-reaching, it's a great question. Well, first and foremost, it will be okay. Mm, Well, there you go. (laughs) Secondly, there are no shortcuts. Mm. We just got through saying you have to do the work. Right. And this is the, maybe this is a funny part. Imagine if you had a personal trainer and you go to the gym and you do the work that the personal trainer tells you to do, but the nutrition you're supposed to do on your own and the careful (laughs) eating you're supposed to do on the own, on your own. And because nobody's watching, maybe you're less intentional, intentional with the personal nutrition. So uh, Which that's not ever happened to anyone ever. Right. So you're not getting the results. <laughs> not me. You sh- you're not getting the results you should because you're not doing the work that has to be done when nobody's looking. Right. The work that has no deadlines. Right. And that work to me, a lot of it is done in front of a mirror. Yeah. Where you look in that mirror. We talked about personal accountability. You look in that mirror and you say, okay, was I kind about this? Uh, this didn't happen by accident. Uh, nothing is everybody else's fault. If I've got the attitude that everything is everybody else's fault, well, we know how we got here. Right. <laughs> I decided that everything was everybody. And right. and so uh, owning your portion, mm-hmm. the unseen portion, the portion that doesn't have a deadline, the portion that gets done at home where nobody's looking, owning that portion, and then being honest uh, articulating it, maybe writing down things you'd like to do better and then taking steps yeah, to address those things. Maybe not uh, all at once. No. <laughs> but one at a time because here's what I guarantee you with all my heart. If you don't do that work, you'll end up back here. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you're saying that because I hear you are um, as you're allowing us into your life to kind of track how uh, where you've been and where you are today and sharing that honestly with us and these tips and tools that have helped you, uh, that exemplifies kind of the process we want to walk through. I can speak to myself and myself going through uh, divorce, and I probably went the the way that you're talking about. It's not necessarily looking into the mirror. Um uh, I was by myself. Uh, I didn't have a team around me when I went through divorce. It was, you know, not that I think any divorce is good, <laughs> but this one was really bad. It um, it almost devastated me in ways. I was in another uh, state. I wasn't with family. Um, and I kept, I really, I want to say I just tried to push away all this emotional work. And so it took me longer. And in fact, when you don't step into it, as you're talking about, it will take you longer to unravel the mess. Would you yeah, agree? Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. It hurts either way. You're just going to add hurt to it. Well, and you know, that's a brilliant point. Here's the thing that's compelling to me. It hurts either way. You're going through it. Whether or not it accounts for anything is up to you. Mm. Maybe if it's going to just be a year of pain because you don't do the work and you don't do the work in front of the mirror, then that pain's for nothing. Right. Whereas I was absolutely committed. I'm a Marine. If I'm doing work, I want it to to mean something, do something. something. Yeah. And so I was absolutely committed to the fact that I am going to grow. 
I'm going to be transformed. I will not be what's left when this divorce process is done with me. I will be what God wants me to be. And here's how I'm going to get from here to there. So you're reminding me of something that I think is, I I didn't come up with it, unfortunately, but I've heard it before. And I think it's very helpful is looking at this situation and in this situation, divorce, as it being for you, not against you. And when we begin to shift that mindset of then what am I going to do growth to grow through it, to transform through it. And so it is, as we're saying, worth something. So folks, we're talking to Richard Mindelow. He's uh, so kind to be here with us again this year. He's been on the show several times, has a heart to help people. And um, he's just sharing his experience. Uh, he shared it a year ago. Uh, now, where is he today having gone through divorce? And ultimately, what we're focusing on is you will be okay. And he embodies that. So you guys come on back. We're going to keep talking about this and learning from Richard's experience. So you guys don't want to miss it. But there is only one God who can save the day. So clear the stage, prepare the way, because heaven and earth are singing. Glory, hallelujah. Here's today's two-minute tip. It's the last show of the year, friends, but don't worry. There's lots more ahead for us in the new year. So get ready for that and get ready for a new year for you. Today, let's talk about new thinking that you may want to start the year off with. You may have heard me say this before. Our brains are plastic. Wait, what? (laughs) Yep. They are flexible. They're like plastic. Now, don't worry. It's neuroplasticity that I'm talking about here. Seriously, our brains are amazing. And just one of the brain's amazing abilities is that it can change. And specifically, we can change its thinking. So let's talk about that thinking. Here's a quick overview. We can get stuck in a so-called rut of thinking. Just like if you keep walking a path back and forth and back and forth in a field, you'll create a rut. When you change direction on that field and walk a new path, that rut the worn down grass and packed soil that you first created regenerates. Can you picture it? You can change direction with your thinking as well. Today, I want to give you a quick tip to help you to start a new path in your thinking. And that's this. Start with asking yourself, who am I when I'm acting as my best self? Identify that. Explore those traits. Now ask yourself, what traits do I want to exemplify more in the new year? And then ask yourself, And this is key. What do I need to be thinking about to do just that? What do I need to focus my thoughts on? And maybe what do I need to stop thinking so that I can focus on that, which will help me show up as my best self. I know that's quite a bit in two minutes, but give it a try. And if you want to talk to me more about how you can change your thinking in the new year, please reach out to me and let's talk about how coaching can support you in this. You can email me at Christy at Christy Strat or call me at 281-944-8043. And you can also find me at the Divorce Coaching Hour on Facebook or Coach Christy Stratton on Instagram. And if you want more information about divorce coaching, check out the divorcecoachinghour.com. And please keep listening each week for another two minute tip, all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit.
And you don't hear the lyrics of that song, but if you listen in, you know I love music and you know I love lyrics. And those lyrics ultimately speak to Hold On Hope. And that's what the end of the year, the focus we've had is on the show here is uh, holding on to hope through divorce. And um, we're here with that our signature show, as I'm calling it, uh, now talking about hope, but talking about the fact that you'll be okay through this process. And we've got Richard Mindelo here with us. He's been with us before on the show. And matter of fact, he was with us a year ago talking about the same thing. And we he shared with us his what he had learned in the first year on that show last year. And now he's back again, second year after divorce and, and a few months here or there. And we want to know, you know, those experiences that he's uh, gone through, what he's learned now. And so, you know, Richard, this is the theme is you'll be okay. So what does that look like year two? Uh, It's a great question again. Thanks. Um, I try. (laughs) Yeah. uh, It's not an easy question, but it's a great question. Well, none of this is. Uh, I think the big uh, thing is being intentional with all those same pieces that are in divorce itself. So uh, try to be a more intentional person in my uh, self-talk, in my behavior. Um, We can all tend uh, to negative thinking every now and then. We can all tend to ruminate, as you've taught me, to go back and uh, revisit stuff that maybe puts you back in a place physically, emotionally, chemically. And uh, I try to limit that. I try to do that less. And uh, that lets me try to bring a better person to these other areas. Yeah, I think that's a really important to unpack a little bit when we're talking about our be- our behavior and then intentional versus um, uh, maybe cult- reactional behavior and what you heard me talk about in the two minute tip was uh, the best self. And some people may wonder what, what I'm talking about with regards to that, but that's, that is um, what the two minute tip talked about when you are really handling things intentionally and, and having the behavior that you would want to have. Right. And, and what most people may so-called so-called expect, Right. Um, you're feeling good about things and so forth. But there are things that we can do that, and it's it's normal, to begin kind of going back to the past and thinking about the past and what so-and-so did to me when and what they said. And that's a thing called ruminating, as you referenced. And what I've learned when we allow our minds to go into the past, it is, in fact, and you also reference this, it's almost like you're reliving that situation and it has the effect on that, on the body, right? Now, you've had some experience with it, obviously, and, and we've talked about it before. Um, what tools have you found along the way as you've traversed year one, year two, that would help you get out of that ruminating thinking, that past thinking? He said, she said type of thing. Um, A question that I ask myself often with regard to thinking and relationships and conversations is, is this profitable? Mm. And obviously I don't mean money. I mean, does this make sense? 
does it grow anything, aid anything, improve anything? So uh, you're in front of the mirror, you're brushing your teeth, and you start uh, having one of those conversations. You're rehearsing some angry conversation that you probably said, had 50 said, times. Yeah. yeah right. And And then you say, hold on a second, stop. Is there any profit in what you're doing right now? The answer is no. So then what we know is you can't not think about something. True. You have to replace those thoughts with something else. So I'll, I'll give you an example and not to give you too much information, but that used to happen to me. I'm brushing my teeth first thing in the morning. You wake up. You don't really have an intentional grip on your mind yet. For me, I haven't got to my Bible yet. I haven't had prayer time. And so I listen to music. I never used to do that. Oh, I don't like music at all. <laughs> and so Love it. Uh, I might, I have an Alexa in my bathroom yes. and uh, Alexa play uh, 50 best worship songs. Yep. And now I'm not having that conversation. I'm listening to the music. Yeah. Music is, is so, <laughs> no, no, I've talked about it on the show a lot. You've just heard me talk about it with regards to this song and, and hold on hope and all those sorts of things, because uh, it really is one of the tools that has helped uh, me as well. I know it helps a lot of people. You, What I'm hearing, though, is in its perfect words, replace those thoughts. And pe- sometimes people don't know that they can. And so you've found what works for you. Um, you know, for those of you listening, whether you like Alexa or not, uh, that's a benefit of an Alexa play you know, worship songs or whatever that may be. You may find something else that works for you. Uh, maybe it's um, uh, replacing laying in your bed and thinking, you know, letting your, you know, your body um, cry, you know, and things like that, just kind of laying, pulling the covers over my head, right? Maybe you go, okay, starting tomorrow, I'm going to get out of bed. I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm going to go grab my Bible. I'm going to get a cup of coffee. I'm going to look forward to it and I'm going to sit and I'm going to read scripture first thing in the morning. So you're replacing what you might've normally done. And before you know it, things are changing. Absolutely. Uh, another good example, uh, that, that you just said, uh, another one prayer, instead of rehearsing an angry conversation with a person who's not there, I'm going to have a conversation with God who is there, mm. and I'm not going to be uh, disrespectful, say a bunch of negative things, be ungrateful. So in my prayers, I talk honestly and openly with God, but I also try to think about all the things for which I'm grateful. Right. And when you start the morning like that, it is very hard to get, uh, to find your way back to the deep hole that is divorce when you're doing everything consciously to be grateful and to move forward, to not rehearse angry uh, behaviors. And all of that uh, to include um, working out, uh, good nutrition, Mm -hmm. hydration. That's a big thing for me. By the afternoon, if I'm not well hydrated, I start to get all down and frumpy and... A lot of people don't realize how important nutrition is and keeping that. And oftentimes, and I, I, again, going back to even my experience, I didn't feel like eating. Right. right? And I remember my counselor said, at least go get some sort of smoothie with all your minerals and proteins and things in it. At least put something in your body. And so we can go to 
opposites opposite ends of the spectrum but nutrition uh exercise that helps the endorphins and so forth and i want to get to this gratitude piece because you know folks who may be listening out there may think well how's this really going to help me but there's actually science behind gratitude that if you that's where you focus your mind and and again that was one thing my counselor had me do it was felt like about the only thing I could do on a daily basis, but I would write three things in the morning I was grateful for. And at night, right before I went to bed, I would also write three things that I was grateful for. And it goes into your subconscious mind and you're actually not going to bed reading something bad or ruminating on the the fact that he said, she said, those sorts of things, the things that had happened to you, you're focusing on something great. So prayer and scripture as well. Yeah. Stay away from Facebook. Stay away from your phone to the max extent uh, possible. Uh, the TV. The, the TV. All of those things that drag you into a, uh, a kind of a complacent state, mm-hmm. uh, a mentally, emotionally, spiritually on the sofa state where it's just very easy to go back to old habits. Right. Because you either move forward into growth or backward into comfort. And so if you keep yourself from all of those uh, sedentary uh, states, yeah, then you can be somebody new. And it is about being somebody new and bringing that best self to bear on uh, on what will be a bright future. Even if it's a little future, even if it's a small apartment and a small job future, it's still a future about which I'm going to be intentional and for which I am grateful. It's, you know... And I want to be careful in in speaking to it like this, but it's it's an opportunity to rewrite the you know to write a new future, right? right. Now maybe you would prefer to still be married. Maybe you would prefer not to have had a divorce. I yeah, I would have preferred not to be a divorced woman, but I also know that um, had what was going on in my life continued, it wouldn't have been a good thing. And so thank you, God, for bringing me back to here. But then now an opportunity, what do I want the future to look like? And then taking those steps toward that. And and I think tying that all up here, as you said, I think this is really important. Is this profitable? Are these thoughts profitable that I'm thinking? And then, of course, how am I going to replace those thoughts what am I going to replace with uh, them with? And we just gave you a long list, right? Uh, exercise, gratitude, so forth. And and thinking about then how can this work together for good and into the future? Absolutely. And I think the key thing is you have to want to. You have to mm-hmm. want to feel differently. You have to want to grow. You have to want to feel better. And I know in that early stage, it's easy to not want to. Right. Um, it's easy to languish. And I just was driven to move forward. Yeah. And so if you want new things, do new things. Right. If you want peace, be peaceful. Yeah. Uh, if you want calm, be calm. And so a lot of those um, tautologies, uh, which I've teased you about in the past... Yeah, folks, if you don't know, I, I, I use tautologies a lot, and we may c- cover a couple of them when we come back. We're talking to Richard Mendelow, and he is sharing his second-year experience out, out of divorce and sharing tips and tools that have helped him grow through the process. So you guys come on back and continue to listen about listen to how you'll be okay through this pro- process. Stay with us. 
seasons of winter and you'd give anything to feel the sun always reaching always climbing The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is meant to come alongside those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and maybe even help save some marriages. Many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives, whether they are going through a divorce or they know someone who is or has. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. There are many professionals involved in the divorce process who want the very best outcome for those involved. These professionals include attorneys, financial analysts, mental health professionals, and those in the helping professions, real estate agents, title companies, churches, and those are only a few. For those touched by divorce, these professionals play a critical role in the outcome, and those going through this process need to know about them. Another goal of this show is to provide resources to listeners, including informing them about the professionals who can help. If you'd like to let our listeners know about you and your company and services, please contact us. We have corporate sponsor opportunities available. Call 281-944-8043 for more information. That's 281-944-8043. We want to help our listeners know about you and your business. Call us today to apply as there are some requirements. Call 281-944-8043. There it is, the theme song of the show. And folks, that's uh, in this place right here, right now, you're hearing it. Uh, Usually it's the end of the show, also the beginning of the show. But you guys got to stay tuned because we're going to play You'll Be Okay so you can hear the whole song. Um, uh, But before we do that, uh, on the break, we were talking to uh, our wonderful producer, Mike. And this this is a team. This is a uh, team approach to produce the show every week. And I, as I'm coming to the end of the year and just thinking how grateful I am again for um, another year here, the opportunity to have this show, this opportunity to support you, those who are going through this uh, big life transition. We wouldn't be able to do it without uh, our producer, Mike. And Especially, he brought up, as he actually was listening to us, and he does, he brought up what we were talking about and what Richard Mindelo, our guest here today, was talking about, um, brought to, highlighted this. He, he said, you got to want it. It's real. You've got to want to grow through this process. It's uh, like anything that you come to, and myself as being a coach, you can't tell someone to go change. They've got to want to change. And so um, I just wonder what your thoughts are about that, Richard, hearing that being highlighted from Mike. And uh, what would you say to the listeners about really wanting that, wanting the continued growth even into year two and beyond? I would say that spiritually, cognitively, and emotionally, we will get what we want. Mm. The Bible says in numerous places that God will give us the desires of our hearts. So spiritually, we'll get what our hearts want. If we want God, for example, we will know God. Mm. Uh, Cognitively, you know, the brain, as you said, is uh, plastic. And it also has filters, which help us to see what we want to see. 
Yes. You and I have talked about before that when you decide that you want a certain car and you start seeing it everywhere, that's actually your brain filtering in images of that car because it knows you want that car. Basically, it'll prove you right or wrong. It'll, it'll filter you. in the information to kind of prove what you're thinking right yes. or wrong. Yeah. Yes. If you learn a new word, you hear a new word, you start hearing that word everywhere. Yeah. You think you've discovered it. Right. You're <laughs> at a party and there's a lot of noise and somebody says your name. You hear that name out of all the stuff. That's your brain. And so cognitively, you will hear and see and validate what you're focused on. Right. And then finally, emotionally, we know about self-fulfilling prophecies and we know that you will also have emotionally what you want. And so uh, you got to do the work. Yeah. Uh, you have to want to be in a, a forward place, a transformed place, a growth place, because let me tell you, it's painful. It's painful for family. It's painful for yourself. It, it's painful for the kids. And I'm not willing to have all of that pain and work add up to nothing. And so my final thoughts are, it will be okay. You will have what you want. And there are lots of resources out there to help you get it. And so I'm hearing, um, even hearkening back to the last year's show and this year, is it's really about uh, your thinking. <laughs> it really is a lot of your mindset, not only the first year, not only the second year, but I got to imagine for years to come. Yeah, it's bizarre to me because uh, there are a lot of people who do the same thing over and over expecting a different result. Right. And what I realized is my thinking got me in the mess. My perceptions and my perspectives got me in the mess. So those perceptions and perspectives would need to change if I wanted out of the mess and not to get back in another mess. Right. Right. So I think that's tremendously important. And I think it's helpful to hear you, a person who's gone through this, not a divorce coach telling you, you've got to do this. This is what you've learned and come to on your own. And I've got to imagine that if you've learned and come to it on your own and you're on the other side and um, life has, uh, you've grown, developed, that sort of thing, then other people can do it too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's hope in it. And that's what we've been focusing on at the end of the year here. We've been focusing on hope. It can feel like a bleak time, uh, but there is opportunity and possibility within it. And you're a walking embodiment of it. And so thank you very much for being on the show with us. You know, uh, you and I've talked about it before that this show is we want, you know, listeners to know that we're there with them. We get it. Uh and that, in fact, they will be okay. And so I want to say thanks again for even making me Thank aware you. of that song. And speaking of that song, we are going to play um, the, the the song at the end of the show. And so we're going to wrap just a little bit early uh, talking here. And so, folks, I hope what you've um, heard throughout that show, and go back and listen to that show last year. It aired on December 28th. Uh, if you want to hear the two parts, hearing where Richard was last year, where he is today, obviously you're hearing some great um, tips and tools that you can put into place. You know, is this profitable? Uh, change your thinking, replace those thoughts and uh, gratitude, you know, gratitude. And we're grateful for you. We're grateful that you're listening. Uh, we're grateful that we can walk this path with you. And we hope that in the new year, you will continue 
on listening. So uh, please stay tuned. You'll want to hear this song. It's uplifting. And come back. Come back in 2021. Uh, We just hope that you'll continue listening with us. And uh, thank you for listening um, every Saturday right here on 100.7 FM, KKHT, The Word. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. The sun will rise to better days And change will come It's on its way Just close your eyes and let it rain Cause you're never alone And I will always be there just carry on you will understand you'll be okay you'll be okay just look inside you know the way let it go fly away and say goodbye to yesterday Cause you're never alone And I will always be there You just carry on You will understand Okay. You'll be okay. You'll be 
okay.